This is Sean Smithgall and Taylor Stuber, your host of the PGT Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore different topics related to postgraduate training preparation for pharmacy students. Through our series, we hope to give a down-to-earth, enticing discussion on how to prepare for postgraduate training application. We have with us today Dr. Jacob Callahan and Dr. Lauren Butler. They're both PGY1 residents at Huntsville Hospital. Lauren and Jacob, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to be here. The session today is brought to you by the PGT Daily Trivia. So I've got a question for you guys. How much does it cost to make a $1 bill in the United States? I'm going to pull this from the fact that it costs more than a penny to make a penny, that it's probably more expensive. <laughs> so I'll say $1.60. I'll probably go with $1.59. $1.20. <laughs> <laughs> So you're all overshooting a little bit. Each dollar bill with the Federal Reserve costs five cents to make. Ooh. I feel like we're so, playing the prices right. Wow. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic is phase one of the pharmacy residency match. So we've already talked about mid-year showcases and interviews. We're now up to the point where you're about to rank programs for the phase one. So Jacob and Lauren, is there any strategy to ranking? I would say I definitely had a strategy to my ranking. I guess for the the first part of my strategy was I only applied to programs in places that I was willing to move to for at least one year. And then I would go interview if I was offered and I would then determine if I was going to rank them still based on if I still enjoyed the program. For me, I still ranked every program I've interviewed with. But that's how I started my decision making there. I completely agree with Jacob. I did the same process and then I ranked all of them that I could see myself going to and having a good year. I mean, if you absolutely are have an interview and it's miserable and you don't see yourself there, obviously don't rank that program. But other than that, I ranked all the programs I interviewed with. So that's a great point that you all made about if there are programs that you just absolutely can't see yourself being at for a year, what what kinds of things were you looking at for red flags when you're interviewing with programs? What kind of things would make you not rank a program? One thing I would look at my interviews uh, were my interactions with the current residents. If they did not seem like they were good friends there at that point, they've been working long enough together where you can kind of see the dynamic between pharmacy, like the clinical pharmacist and other pharmacy staff with the residents. And if the residents uh, seem uncomfortable still while you're being interviewed, then more than likely they're not completely enjoying their residency year. So I would a lot of times focus in on that. I would do the same and then also look at interactions between the pharmacists, you know, if they were getting along well. And then with the residents, um, some programs, you know, they're treated like residents. Other programs, they're treated more like colleagues. So just getting that vibe from different programs. And I'll add that when you're ranking these programs, don't even consider how they're ranking you. Because the way this ranking system is set up is 100% in favor of you all as applicants. So don't worry about how your interview was, what the program thought of you, how well the interview went. Don't don't rank a program higher because the interview was better. You rank it purely on which one's your favorite down the list. Yeah, and that's a great point. So Lauren and, and Jacob, do you all have any insight or suggestions on just how many programs to rank? 
Is there a secret number that candidates should be ranking? I definitely do not think there's a secret number to how many you rank because I have friends that applied to more than five places and ranked less than five. And I have friends that interviewed at three and ranked all three um, or even up to 10 and ranked all 10. And they all, whatever was best for them ended up happening for them. So it really is just how you feel. And I know that's not the answer I wanted to hear when I was applying, but it really is true that it is in your favor. So there really is no secret Mm -hmm. to how many you rank. I agree. Yeah. And don't rank something you don't feel comfortable with, like goes back to that. (laughs) Don't rank it just to rank it like Jacob and Laura were saying. Is there anything that you did between ranking your programs and waiting to hear the actual match results? Not really. I mean, I tried to stay calm. I was on rotation, so I feel like that helps. Another point, just after you have those interviews and stuff, I just, you know, maybe writing down a few pointers to help you with the ranking process. And then just, I just went with my gut. I would say for a day of the match, just keep yourself busy until you know you have the email and always have the mindset that to be prepared for whatever happens in that situation, because you do want to have a plan for if something does not happen because those phase two programs uh, become posted later that day and you can start working on the next thing. I kept myself busy. I ate a lot of snacks that day until I got the email, so... Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be like let off rotation. So it was nice to just kind of be by yourself when you get those results. That's a great point. If you can somehow maneuver that, getting off rotation that day, or at least uh, some sort of agreement between you and the preceptor, let me back up. I, I think it'd be good to talk to the preceptor, let them know that you're going through it. I'm sure you both did say, hey, if I don't match, what's the plan? There's some rotations. I've heard I've heard stories from some students that went through their whole rotation that day because they were too afraid to talk to the preceptor or they were worried the preceptor wasn't going to let them off rotation. So have a conversation with your preceptor about if I don't match, is it possible I could have the day off so I could collect my thoughts and, and and try to figure out what I'm going to do and things like that. Well, that does it for today. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the PGT podcast. And Jacob and Lauren, thank you for all of your input. Thanks for having us. Thank you.